Hi, welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. I'm Mary Colbert. And I'm Dr. Don Colbert. Today, we're going to be talking about low libido in women. We've talked about ED in men, and that went over, so I didn't have time to talk about low libido in women. We don't have ED in women, but we have low libido, and it's epidemic in women. It is. You know, what? what's happened is one thing that, you know, our society really didn't think about is, you know, women going into the workforce. I don't believe that, you know, I'm, the women livers are going to hate me on this one, but the truth is God did not design the woman to have to be the fighter, the go out and get the food, kill the food and bring it back. That isn't in our DNA. We weren't supposed to have to do that. So the way he made us was we are supposed to be the family support, the family gathers. So what happens is, unfortunately, with the way our society has gone, both work, women are pursuing careers. God bless them. I'm, you know, I'm a career woman myself. But when you try to carry too many plates, you've got elderly parents aging. You've got young kids that you're having to watch. You've got a husband to take care of. So what happens is you get too much on your plate that the one thing that you just might as well take off your plate and not deal with is libido. So that's what's happening. And these young girls that you see, you know, I call them hoochie mamas, that are walking around with their tops hanging out and their skirts up to their rear acting like, you know, that they are just ready to dance, you know, you know, come on, let's get it on. That is such a false representation of women. It's a phony flag. It's, it's a trap. It's, <laughs> it's used to get a man to trap him, but it, it's like having a bear trap, you know, and you put this piece of meat on there and you step onto it and it, bam, get your ankle. That's what that is. And so the men, I, you know, I hate to see, you know, men fall into that trap of thinking, oh, well, she's all, you know, ready. That is just the biggest lie. It is the biggest lie. I, I mean, we talk with women, women who know that is just a big lie. So if you're married and your wife's libido is in the toilet and you're looking at the office or you're looking out around about and you see these other women that just seem like they're ready, hot to go. That is a lie. It is well, a lie. Well, again, we also look at the main causes of low libido in women. And one of the main causes is just age. As a woman ages, especially when they get over 35 and close to 40, these three... <laughs> ages over 35. Well, well oh, these, hormones, these hormones start to go. And <laughs> the, one of That's the first true. ones is testosterone. And when yeah. that testosterone goes, libido goes with it. Right. And the second one that goes is progesterone. When progesterone levels get low, libido usually goes with it. And then the last one that goes around age 50 is estrogen. And when that estrogen goes, women develop dryness and pain. And then that, that after 50 or 52 or 55. Then they begin to have legitimate They you know, say, that's decline. it. I it's don't like, want no more inter intercourse. You know, the shop's closed. Okay. <laughs> now, also meds. Meds cause low libido. And the biggest one is what so many women are on, antidepressants and anti-anxiety agents like mm -hmm. your SSRIs. 
If you're on the Lexapro or the uh, Selexa or Zoloft or Prozac or Paxil, these are SSRIs or SNRIs, which are serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, which include Cymbalta and Effexor and all these Pristique. And these medicines literally cause low libido in women or no libido. And the, uh, so many women are on these nowadays because we have an epidemic of depression and anxiety. Also, for acne, for acne in women, you know what they prescribe? Aldactone, which is spironolactone, which is a water pill that blocks testosterone. So, so many of these women get low libido or no libido or depression. Mm -hmm. So, it's a real common thing that I see, as well as uh, blood pressure meds, especially beta blockers and thiazide diuretics. These meds cause low libido even in women. And so we use different meds. We call them the ARB meds or the angiotensin receptor blockers. And these are for women who have libido and for men like Benicar or Omasartan, Losartan, Telmasartan, Herbisartan, Avapro, Cozar, Diavan, or Micartus. Other causes are prednisone. A lot of women are inflamed and their doctor has them on prednisone or oral contraceptives, lower testosterone levels, or if you have headaches or you're taking Topamax or you have taken gabapentin or uh, neurontin, these, are, these cause uh, libido problems, and especially in women. Sexual dysfunction is a common side effect. So many times it's, it's the meds. Or if you have bipolar disorder or schizophrenia and you're taking one of these meds such as uh, Zyprexa or Respiridol or Haldol, or Thorazine, or Melaril, or one of these, these can cause high prolactin. And the prolactin totally knocks out libido. So many times in many women, we see that it's the meds that they're taking. And that's a major cause. Now, other causes include stress. Now, interesting thing happens when you're stressed for both men and women. Stress causes, especially long chronic stress, causes high cortisol. Cortisol, when cortisol goes up, testosterone goes down, and also progesterone goes down, women. When these two hormones go down, your, your libido goes away. So excessive stress is literally going to knock out your libido. And so it's critical that you get your stress under control by getting in God's rhythm and not doing too much. you got to slow down. Yeah, you actually had a young couple in uh, the office yesterday oh, yeah. that, yeah, they're fairly newlyweds, they have a new baby, and so, and they're fairly young, but he was like, something's changed, you know, she used to be all about me, and now it's like, <laughs> you know, he goes, our marriage has fallen apart, you know, and uh, what's so funny is he came out, and I saw him, and he said, your husband literally has saved my marriage, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's great, what happened, and you told me later, I put her on progesterone. <laughs> <laughs> progesterone's Which, great. We call that the sweet cream because it brings back a woman's ability to cope. And w when their progesterone is in the toilet, a woman's ability to cope is in the toilet. Right. So she really can come across crabby and angry and mad and irritable, uh, cranky, irritable cranky, and cranky, cranky. Yeah. And so that coping hormone is a very important hormone. And what women. I like to tell my women, it, women, if you have PMS, if you start to get super irritable, cranky at the time of your period, you are low in natural progesterone. Now, the synthetic will not help. 
we use the natural bioidentical micronized progesterone, which is absolutely miraculous for PMS. Right, and you have, for most it, women. You have it done at a, a compounding pharmacy. Or they, they can get it over the it. counter. Even. Oh, you can. You can oh, at I the health food store. You can get. Uh, oh wow. USP progesterone, which is okay. You can start with that. You're going to need a little more, but that's a good way to start. And then find okay. a good doctor who uses bioidentical hormones. Now, for women with low libido, the key hormones for these women is usually progesterone. I like I can give it either in cream or I can give it in sublingual tab or in capsule and testosterone, okay? Mm -hmm. And usually I need the women need both of these hormones. Now, for low libido, extremely low libido and inability to have orgasm, we find that testosterone is the key and we apply it to the female sex organ or the labia. Another simple fix for so many of my women and most everyone can do this, you can get it online is low iodine. So many women have low iodine, and iodine is amazing for low libido in some women, in many women. And you can just get J. Crow's Lugol's iodine, 2% on, uh, on the internet, and you can either take two or three drops in a little bit of water, or some of my women just rub it on their belly and then use a blow dryer to blow it so it doesn't stain your clothes. And it is amazing how so many women say that has helped their libido tremendously because so many women are low iodine. And many times these women have cold hands, cold feet. They're losing the lateral eyebrow or they're having brain fog or weight gain or they don't sweat. And so those are just symptoms. But iodine helps boost thyroid. Now, some women need thyroid hormone, too, which also can help libido. But it's many times just the iodine, and that's dirt cheap. Other causes are low estrogen. Some women, they're postmenopausal. It's after age 50, 55, and they have atrophic vaginitis or a dry vagina. And they need some estriol, vaginal cream, or testosterone cream. A lot of women, we just they've had breast issues or breast cancer. You can't use estriol, which is the safest estrogen. And some women, if they're in that uh, menopause period with lots of hot flashes, lots of night sweats, I use biased cream, which is a marriage saver for so many couples. Now, if you've had breast cancer, there is a supplement with hyaluronic acid gel. It's called Reverie, R-E-V-A-R-E-E, -E -E, at reverie.com. It lubricates the vagina, and it is for those women who've had, who can't use estrogen or testosterone. Another major thing that causes problems with libido in women is, like I say, stress. And this one product we have used for years in women that have helped them cope with stress, and it's called HPA Axis, and it's from Gaia Herbs, and it stands for Hypothalamic Pituitary Axis. And many of my women just take one or two in the morning, one or two at noon, and it calms them down and literally takes away their stress. And when their stress goes and they take a little progesterone and or testosterone, the libido comes right back. Absolutely amazing. And then good night, a good night's sleep. If you're not sleeping good, women, you are not going to have normal libido. And so a good night's sleep is really important. And again, we've done podcasts on this. The main thing is to dim the lights at night, keep your bedroom dark, keep your bedroom cold, get a comfortable bed mattress, get a comfortable pillow. And then also what is good to do is listen to calming music at bedtime or relaxing music. What we do is we just listen to 
many times just a good, calm preaching. I, I like my friend, Andrew Womack. We love Andrew. A I listen, teaching. Right. I listen to that, and I just fall asleep because his voice Listening is so calm. Word. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or I listen many times to Tim Janus. He has some wonderful calming music, like Beautiful Switzerland's my favorite. That just really idles you down. And then supplements that work. I know you love melatonin, mm-hmm. and Mary takes the Natrol, N-A-T-R-O-L, melatonin, 5 milligrams. And you Knocks t- me right out. Knocks her out, one or two, right? Mm-hmm. You take two. Mm-hmm. And I, I do the same thing. I love that. But also, I take Neuromag, N-E-U-R-O-Mag, which is a magnesium that passes the blood-brain barrier. And I take three tabs at bedtime, and it really helps me sleep tremendously. Now, one thing that really helps my women's libido, too, is exercise. But don't do it too late. Do it in the late afternoon or morning, but don't do it before bedtime. And that's your aerobic exercise. Again, it's blood flow. And if you can do exercise, it literally gets rid of those stress chemicals. The cortisol improves blood flow, and it also helps with mental health. It It decreases depression, decreases anxiety, decreases cortisol. It's one of the best things you can do to improve libido, which very few people realize how important that is. Another thing is decreasing sugars, carbs, starches, and increasing your good fats because, again, that is also going to help with blood flow. Other supplements that help blood flow in women include Neo40, which I talked about in men, that contains uh, citrulline, beetroot extract, and hawthorn berry. It improves blood flow and lowers blood pressure. Fish oil, pomegranate juice is wonderful, two ounces twice a day. I like palm wonderful. Pycnogenol or pine bark extract or grape seed extract is also great for blood flow. One thing that has really helped my women tremendously with low libido, Mary, and when nothing else helps is this peptide called PT-141 nose spray. They just use one spray in one nostril, usually just one or two times a week, and it has been a miracle worker for many of my women with low libido. And then another thing that helps a lot of my women is micronized DHEA. That's just a natural hormone. It's the youth hormone. Men need about 25 milligrams twice a day, but women only need about 10 milligrams twice a day. It is the youth hormone, and it is, the for many women, the libido hormone. And it's just a small amount, but it just helps boost uh, androgens as well as testosterone, and it doesn't give you too much. It's just the right amount for most of my women, 10 milligrams twice a day, and it's amazing how it improves libido. So the key is removing the libido blockers, and that's the, the stress. Uh, those are the meds. The low hormone levels usually created with stress, anxiety, depression, the poor diet, the lack of sleep. And then really important is the natural hormones we talked about, which I go in detail in my book, The Hormone Zone. And uh, these are the key things that help my women overcome low libido. It's awesome. Yeah. And it works. It, it does. Really does. Uh, real important, get in God's rhythm. Uh, we find that once you get in God's rhythm, take that excessive stress because stress is such a major contributor to low libido. It is. And the natural hormones, those are the keys. Yep. A lot of that's in my two books, The Hormone yep. Zone and Beyond Keto because that's a Mediterranean diet, which is the Mediterranean keto diet, which is the most anti-inflammatory two diets in the world. Exactly. So, okay. So I know it's not as much information about women. It's easier in women than men because we don't have hardly any. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yep. 
But anyway, so hopefully this podcast will help those who are seeking some real answers on these issues. And we appreciate you listening. God bless you. And we pray that you walk in divine health. Until next time. Also, real important, listen to the talk on the the good fats, the bad fats. because that's going to help. Or fats that kill and living fats. Thank you. God bless you.